I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. To Border, the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. The award-winning Wendy's Big Show. Let's get ready to rock. Let's get ready to go. Get set. Get up. Let's get on with The Wendy's Big Show. Showtime, baby. Showtime. This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson, and the inventor of the Lambo Leap, Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. Welcome in to hour two here of the Wendy's Big Show. Toby Altizer in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer alongside Gary Ellerson and Tim Shea here in the Lakeland University studios. Lakeland University is now offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakelands.edu. Got a packed hour for you guys. Going to talk with Mike Sherman coming up in just a little bit. But right now, it's time to get out to the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com and bring in our guest, former Packers wide receiver Antonio Freeman. Antonio, how's it going today? Not very good. I don't like the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let me let's t- try. Let, let me t- let, 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 let's, let's start this thing over. <laughs> let, let me tell you real quick. So I'm from Virginia. So we got two people from the DMV area. I'm a Virginia Tech fan. You're a Virginia Tech, uh, former Virginia Tech Hokie. So are we ever going to get this thing turned around at Virginia Tech? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It was hard to recruit during the last coach's tenure. Uh, you know, you just got to at least win the recruiting battle in the state of Virginia. And uh, when you're when you're unable to do that, uh, you're not going to have a solid recruiting class as we saw in the last four to five years. Well, and it's good to talk to you. So you obviously were able to play alongside Leroy Butler. You're down there in Canton, Ohio. How was that whole experience for you? Uh, kind of made your hair stand up, you know. It was kind of chilling, uh, you know, just to, you know, see one of yours uh, go in. Uh, you know, I went to Brett's and uh, Ron Wolf's and, and Dave Robinson's as well. But, uh, you know, it was just it, it, it was just 
a, a chilling moment, you know, to be there with Doug Evans, Andre Risen, uh, Gilbert Brown, Santana Dyson, you know, guys that were, you know, Gary was there also, uh, you know, guys that really did the work, you know, and you look at all the greats that play this game and you say there's 24,000 plus that ever played in the NFL and there's, and this is on the high end, there's 400, it's probably 380 something, but it's 400 guys that's ever gone into the NFL Hall of Fame. Um, man, and it just it just makes you realize how great you have to be, not good, how great you have to be for a long period of time to be one of those top 400 in the world. And, uh, man, just an amazing feeling just to be there and share the moment. You know, life's about moments with me, and this is a moment that, you know, I'll look back and I'll say I, I'm glad I was there and, and, and support and showed up for my brother. You know, and and I, I would agree with you on that, Free. And, and, and someone asked me this. I'm going to ask you the same question, though. But for you, what was the the aha moment or the magical moment? What stood out for you the most? Uh, what event that captured you the most when you were there uh, in Canton? Um, you know, the gold jacket ceremony was, and it is always amazing. Um, but, man, just to see some of the older guys, man, just – still have that football mentality. Like, I'm going to make it up there on my own. You know, yes. some of those guys were barely making it, you know, yeah. but it was their moment. And and when you leave the game, you don't get a lot of those moments back that you're so accustomed to. So, you know, just to see, man, the old, the young, the new, you know, just to see the, the history of the NFL, you know, on display. No, I would agree with you. And then talk a little about Leroy. I mean, you – of course, receiver, defensive back. It, there's got to be countless moments that you guys have gone against each other in practice. And what was that like? It's like he already had the answers to the test, but we were still taking the same test. You know, see, Leroy was one of those guys where he would fake like he's getting in early, but he's really up in the offensive coach's, you know, office, small talking to those guys, but he's stealing the script for the day. So when we come to pass deals, <laughs> Like, why is Leroy sitting in the middle of the field? He know I has to run a post route, uh, you know, man, but just those battles and knowing that those guys were cheating. And, and, and whether they had this, our script or not, as offensive guys, we felt like they had our script. And that made it harder for us. That made us think at the line of scrimmage. Okay, he's sitting inside. I have to get there. Like, now you start to recreate those things. And that's why you saw those magical moments. Uh, you know, from 1995 to 1999, where we were making a run and we were in the mix each and every year. Uh, you know, it's dedicated guys like that, uh, that that force you to be better, you know, because now you're not just running a route. You're running to get open. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you saw those big numbers uh, during those uh, mid-90s. Talking with Packers wide receiver Antonio Freeman here on the Schneider Orange Hotline on the Wendy's Big Show you mentioned that you're a guy that really relishes those moments. What was one of those favorite moments for you with Leroy as a teammate? Every day. You know, see, Leroy was the stiffest person on the team. And I was the next to the last stiffest person on the team. So every day we would just wait each other out, find new creative ways to, you know, distract the other so that we can get our trainer, Brian Engel, uh, who was working under Pepper Barris back then, to get us to just get us a good stretch before the before the uh, before practice started because both of us were stiff as a board and every time Brian went to the other side and stretched Leroy I was just looking at him with a side eye and I would say 
what a waste of time, man. He's not, he's not even, he's not, his legs aren't even straight. So, you know, every day it was, you know, we had a little laughing thing going, who was going to get uh, Brian Engle first? So it was every day with him. You know, I, I think much is made, which is rightly so offense. I'm an offensive player. But much is made, though, of, you know, your offense with Brett Favre, yourself. You guys could score a lot of points. Uh, Keith Jackson, I mean, you guys had a lot of different weapons on offense, Dorsey and all that. I just don't think, though, defensively, if you think about that defense and how good they were, I, I don't know if they get their just due, though, amongst some of the greatest defense to have ever played the game. I would have to totally agree. I went against those guys every day. And, you know, one of my one of my best battles, a guy that I battled every day in practice, and we made each other battle. You know, you got guys like Doug Evans, yep. you know, Tyrone Williams, who was stepping in as a young corner. Well, he was a nickel, play. right? Exactly. Craig yeah. Newsom. You know, guys that had impact early. Um, you know, and we, we did one-on-one drills each and every day, and it was all about pride. Everybody wanted to win. You know, if I was going to beat a guy, I was going to act like I scored a touchdown and spike the ball. If the defensive guy wanted to make sure that, you know, they got an interception. So we battled each and every day. And it's funny, now that I think about it, I remember a classic coverage, box poach. That's an old school terminology. But Leroy was the guy, along with Robert Brooks, who actually sat me down and told me, and made me understand what box poach meant. You know, that was a that was a big defense that uh, defensive coordinators were running back during that time. So, you know, each day was a learning day with Leroy out there in some kind of way. You know, he was always into it, always motivated, uh, man. And you know, you know, the playmaking on the on the field. I mean, that that kind of says it all. The numbers don't lie. Can you talk a little bit about how Leroy, in his time in Green Bay, kind of revolutionized the safety position from an offensive standpoint? Um, you know, Leroy was a guy, when you look at him, he's not the biggest, he's not the fastest, he's definitely not the most muscular guy. Um, <laughs> but Leroy was always in the right place at the right time. I'm watching a highlight reel at the Hall of Fame, and I'm like, Look at this guy. Yeah. Every chip ball, every fumble, the yeah. pitch from Reggie White that started yeah. the Lambo leap. Here's a guy. Say what you want. <laughs> it's about size, height. That man had heart, mm-hmm. but more than heart, he had knowledge. He would be right where he – because he studied film, and he didn't mind sharing it with offensive players. You know, because he, he studied film on Jerry Rice. He would always tell me, like, three, well, I've seen Jerry Rice do it like this. You know, because he was he studied the game, and that's what made him as great as he was, knowing the game, knowing the down and distance, being able to communicate that to other players on the team effectively, and the leadership. I mean, you know, that's what you get. No, you're you're exactly right, and then just to, to end this thing, Mike Hungren though. I think should be maybe next to get into the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Um, I mean, what he did when he went out to Seattle. Right. I mean, that that, that franchise was, was was hanging on by a thread, and he went out there and, and and did a great job there. But just bringing that Lombardi Trophy back to Green Bay, you know, having to manage all of those different personalities and talents. When you think about the, those teams from in the '95 to '99 run, we had. 
stars coming yeah. from other teams. Eugene Robinson, Keith Jackson, this goes on and on. So he had to manage that. And then to go out into Seattle and take a, a, a franchise and really put him in contention talks and take that team to the Super Bowl, I definitely think he's in, in, a, in a discussion for next year and should be going in. Antonio, appreciate the time today, man. Thank you, guys. And go Pack, go. You heard from Antonio Freeman, former Packers wide receiver. He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call him 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. You want to get in and talk about Leroy Butler, give us a call, 855-830-8648. We'll talk to you next segment. The segment after that, bottom of the hour, Mike Sherman comes up on the Wendy's Big Show. Wisconsin Wide, the Big Show Radio Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Wendy's Big Show, Toby Altizer alongside Gary Ellerson and Tim Shea here in the Lakeland University studios. Let me tell you about the Wendy's app and Wendy's rewards. For me, the only thing better than eating Wendy's is more earning more Wendy's while you eat. Check out Wendy's rewards. The entire menu's up for grabs. Whatever food you order directly through the app, the website, or at the restaurant counts for points. Every dollar you spend, you'll earn 10 points. You can place your order for pickup or delivery with the Wendy's app or website. It's all you got to do. Mobile and website orders will automatically add your rewards points. Download the Wendy's app and check out Wendy's rewards today. Also, make sure you never miss a moment from the Wendy's Big Show ever again. Download the free Odyssey app and listen to the Wendy's Big Show whenever and wherever works best for you. 855-830-8648 if you want to give us a call on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line. Start your deal today at VanHornAuto.com, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. Gary, I think there were some good points there from Antonio Freeman talking about Leroy and just how smart of a football player mm-hmm. he was. And a lot of people say that. Um, study a lot of film, and, and a lot of people say that. And that's and sometimes that separates a lot of guys from being good to being great. I mean – because sometimes a lot of these guys come in with the same amount of ability. Then you got to figure out 
how do I be one of these 350 people that are, that are Hall of Famers? And and you're not actually trying to figure that out. It's just your work ethic, and, and it's kind of like that's just what you do. And then you end up being in, in that gold jacket place. And then, of course, a lot of luck. We're going to be talking to Mike Sherman here, and, you know, had not Leroy broke his shoulder, collarbone, and all that, maybe he goes in much sooner than Mm -hmm. he did. Because basically, I mean, career basically cut short, really, I shouldn't say short, but was cut early or cut abruptly because of an injury. So... A lot of stuff too. You got to be have a little luck on your side to stay injury free to to accumulate some of these numbers. But I've heard that about Leroy all the time. That Leroy studied a lot of film, knew the play before the play was being ran. Well, and he changed the way the safety position was played. Sure, he absolutely did. But you got to have the ability to be able to do that. Not every, he does. Not everybody can do that. Not, not every, hey, hey, dude. Your corner, let's go play safety. I forget who it was. Hey, dude, you're a safety, let's go play. Not everybody can do that. I don't know if you were able to hear this. Well, Michael Irvin. I think it was the Hall of Fame game with the broadcast. I think Rodney Harrison was talking about it, and he mentioned that Howie Long was always very complimentary of Leroy Butler and mm-hmm. said that he was one of the best pass rushers. And, you know, they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool, a safety coming up. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, no, no. He's got pass rush moves better than half these edge rushers. Mm-hmm. And saying just how good of a pass rusher he was and being able to do the things he was able to do. And some guys have like a knack for doing it. I see I see a lot of these guys who are playing safety, who are rushing. Leroy just had like a real talent for it. I mean, I've seen a lot of these film. I mean, I see the Joker coming around the corner. You don't even know that he's coming. <laughs> Yeah, And before you know it, he's up on the quarterback. I mean, he has a real knack of getting in behind guys, reading it, and then exploding and reacting. I mean, the the, the one that, that that really that I see it all the time in my head, I see in the picture, that Super Bowl over the Patriots, the one where he runs straight through uh, Megan and grabs Bledsoe with one arm. Dude, that's truly amazing. He ran through a joker, joker's on him, and he still grabbed a joker with one arm. Well, and that's really amazing thing Antonio Freeman brought up. You've met the guy before. If, I'm sure a lot of you have. When you meet Leroy Butler for the first time, you don't think, wow, that dude's huge. Or, you know, that dude is just that football player for sure, right? right. That dude made himself into a football player. Yeah, yeah. And, and to be the imposing figure that he became as mm-hmm. a safety. Because mm-hmm. he's not a giant human being. He wasn't blessed with the huge physical tools of, like, some of these well, he's modern safeties. Well, he's 6'3", 6'4", like Lot and... and- at water and them jokers. Yeah. He's not no. No. And to be able to what but, but all he was able at, to do. But if you look at his numbers, it was the first to ever do the numbers that he put up. Nobody did that. Mm-hmm. Nobody did that. Well, and I think that's one thing that gets lost and you see people tweeting about all this stuff now is oh Leroy is one of six people, I think, with thirty sacks or or thirty interceptions and twenty sacks. Yeah. But he's the first one to do that. First one to he's do the that. one who made the way for all these other guys, the we Brian talk, Dawkins, those guys to do those sort of things. Palomalo, them, them guys. Yeah. Even Woodson. Yeah, he's the first one to do all that stuff. Well, and coming from someone who transitioned from playing corner, mm-hmm. and how much does that 
make what he was able to do more impressive and that he was changing positions. He was revolutionizing things. He was kind of him and you got to give the defensive coordinator credit and its teammates as they're kind of feeling out that I'm gonna perfect give you, spot. I'm going to give you, and let's see if Tim Shea can find this. He may or may not be able to find this. Michael Irvin got on and talked about Leroy at this event. Um, it was on TV, so he was at the as at the Hall of Fame when he was selecting the bus. The bust. He gets on and talks about Leroy in like in a little one on one side interview um, about what he does and what he was able to do. And Mike was just dead on point with with Leroy abilities and wanted to be the first ones to do that cornerback safety type deal. And when that's coming from Michael Irvin, you know it's golden. Yeah, I mean, it's just so special to see Leroy going into the Hall of Fame and him finally being recognized for everything that he was able to accomplish because, I mean, rightfully so. All the things that we just mentioned, all the things that he did, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, and now he's finally recognized yeah. and forever immortalized right. in Canton, right. Ohio. Right, Irv said, Irv, said, Irv, Irv says, hey, man, he could rush the passer, and then he could be your best cover guy in the slot. Because that's what Leroy could do. Or if you if you wanted to, you can put him outside on somebody. You can do all that. A lot of guys can't do that. A lot of guys are not born to be doing all that stuff. 855-830-8648 if you want to hop in on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line before we talk to Mike Sherman coming up in the next segment. Let's get out to Ram on the north side. Ram, what's going on, dude? Well, first of all, thanks for taking my call, Toby and uh, Gary. Yo. Uh, we got to give you an award. I didn't think you were going to make it this weekend with Bart. <laughs> but you made true. it happen, Gary. That's true, man. Bart that is boy, my man. guy, but you know what? Man. Bart, Bart is national now. We got to start giving Bart his respect. Man. He's doing national shows now. He, yeah. he, Bart, is, Bart is national, but I didn't know if you were going to make it. No. I had to see, like, you leave Bart at the gas station. <laughs> but then y'all, y'all made it. But uh, I'll say this. Um, I, that, but that is true. There's something to that, Ram. That, that's that's so true. I didn't think I was going to be able to make it either. But, but Bart is different. He has a personality, way, but he's very smart. Way different. Way yep. different. It's yep. dry. This dude, because we drove my car. I'm going to give you a story where I thought I was going to kill Bart. So this dude, uh, we were at the, the, the induction, right, the one that was outside. And okay. so he had to get there a little early, so I let him drive my car. I Ubered in. But we got to ride back together to the hotel, right? Okay. So he is, had been there like to, since 6 a.m. already. There was nobody there when he got to the stadium. And he was like, dude, I mean, I did this show Saturday morning. I'm tired. I'm running on fumes. You know, he goes, after Leroy's done, I, I think I'm just going to head back. I go, well, just, I say, just call me and let me know if that's what you're going to do. Then I know I need to Uber back or whatever, right? Right. I get a text from Bart. Man, I'm at the hotel. I go, what? <laughs> I go, I'm at the hotel. I said, man, you can't leave. You can't just leave me here now. And we're a half hour, 45 minutes away from the stadium, dog. <laughs> and I'm thinking this dude left me. And I'm hot. I'm hot. I'm burning hot. And then I said, well, you know what? I tell you what. I'm going to go to the Hall of Fame, walk around, buy some stuff, then you can come pick me up, right? Right. I'm just going to be calm. Right. Dude texts me back. 
I'm in the Hall of Fame buying stuff, what you need. I go, man, you don't know how I'm about to just strangle you right now. <laughs> See, that's the picture I had. You just up off the ground, man. and his tongue is coming out of his mouth. Man. Go ahead, like, Ray. Two or three times during the weekend. I, yeah. I prayed for you, Gary. Yeah, I did. Man, I, I prayed for you. Dude, I, man. But, but I say this about Leroy. Um, I remember going to, I've been to each of the Hall of Fame for all the sports, you know, as a kid. My parents are really big sports fans, big Packer fans. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, even remember your career when, when, when you played, even during them years when I was in high school, you know, the Packers were losing. Mm-hmm. But what I was always happy about was that when I went to the Packer Hall of Fame and then I saw all the names at the stadium and then the ones that was in the hall, I used to wonder, like, man, why didn't, why it's not, uh, I, I was wondering at that time, I think we was behind, we was second place with the number of people in the hall. Now, I didn't know it was so many Packers. You know, growing up, so my parents started explaining it to me. And then when I started hearing about Leroy making that all-decade team, I couldn't understand why he wasn't in the hall. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was way back. I'm sitting, and y'all were talking about arena. I'm sitting like, so then the word politics come in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of other stuff like FaceTime, who get more FaceTime. And then when his name finally came back up, I was really happy for him because I know he kind of felt a certain type of way, you know, like, which I know, like, I asked you questions about this before, uh, to, to share your experience of being a professional athlete. Like, when did you know that you was good enough? Because when you in that number, inside that fraternity, you do feel a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the other thing is, when you think about all the practices that you've been from grade school to the pros, mm-hmm. and then to get to that level, and then to be among that number, that's even a different type of it is a uh, 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 feeling, mm-hmm. and I know even as a professional athlete, when you out there with those high school kids, and and Leroy is out there with the high school kids, and they they see you in a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. So then you got you know you got to carry yourself a certain type of way. And when he was reading his speech, I, I felt uh, I mean I had a a, a, a big feeling of, of just happiness and even maybe a couple tears or something like that because it was like. He he knew he belonged, but when you belong, you only know that you belong by your peers. You don't. Correct. You shouldn't have to say nothing. Right. You know, you know, you don't have to say nothing. And when he he was the first one, I missed the first half of the speech. I was kind of mad, but I I could pull it up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but 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 that uh, to see another Packer and not a Noah Packer, now I could listen to one on a on the radio. I mean, that's a big thing because. Mm-hmm. I think you gave a number of all the people that actually played football, the ones in the hall, and then, you know, to reach that pinnacle of success. So I, I just say another congrats to Leroy. But guess what? He still owed me some chicken sausage. <laughs> okay, you got to go there. And he still, and he still owed me a one-on-one game. Take that gold jacket off. Yeah. And they, hey, uh, that's still hey, – Gary, that's still staying. Yeah. And, and Toby, and Toby, on your 3-on-3 team and on my 3-on-3 team – we're going to take Gary, you can take Leroy, and we're still going to do this game. You know, I'm right, not letting Ram. you get away either, because I heard you talking stuff on the oh, radio. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, well, of course. I know, and you stand on yours, Toby. I'll stand I, I on it. Respect. Hey, I played and last I night, and I suck, so I, I, may I, need to, I might need to backtrack a little bit. Ram, appreciate the phone call, man. Uh, all right, man. 855-830-8648 on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line. You want to give us a call? We're going to take a quick break here when we come back. Mike Sherman, former coach of the Green Bay Packers, comes up next here on the Wendy's Big Show. 
You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Love lingered last in line for brains, and the one she got was sort of rotten and insane. Small things so sad that birds could land. Is love fast asleep or rocking out with the band? She's love, she's love, she's in my head. The 20s Big Show, Toby Altizer, Gary Ellerson, Tim Shea here in the Lakeland University studios. Now it's time to get out to the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. And welcome in our guest, former Green Bay Packers head coach Mike Sherman. Mike, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Doing well, Coach. First question for you. So we've talked with Antonio Freeman. We've talked with players that have played alongside Leroy as he goes into the Hall of Fame this weekend. How special is it as a coach to see someone that you have coached go into the Hall of Fame? Oh, it's real special. And um, you're not able to win the games that you need to win to be able to be successful as a coach or as a player if you don't have players like Leroy Butler or Antonio Freeman or players like that. So it's great to see that happen. And uh, uh, I'm sure that he was very, I could tell because I was there, he was very excited uh, to be one of the recipients of enshrinement into the Hall of Fame. You know, Coach, Gary Ellison here, as we look back on Leroy's career, we know that there was a, he came in as a corner, then they moved him to safety, then really he could do a little bit of everything. What was what kind of set Leroy apart though from a lot of these other guys? Well, uh, he loved. I mean, absolutely, positively loved the game of football. He loved his teammates. Uh, he loved the organization, uh, and I think th- that trifactor in itself uh, brings you up to another level. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that he played above even his ability. As talented as he was, he was able to play above that. And he actually I always thought, I always thought that great players made other players better. And I thought Leroy, Leroy, excuse me, did that uh, when he played. He made other players around him much better because of the way he played and how he approached the game. You know, we talked about that too a little bit, and and the the, the study. I mean, a lot of people don't, well, maybe not realize that Leroy was also a guy that that studied a lot of film, studied a lot of his. The, the offenses and and I was talking to Antonio. Antonio says, you know, he would also study us in, in practice and what we were doing. You know, there's no question about that. That you know, he would he would try calling out plays we were going to run uh, as we scrimmage each other in practice. Back when you had had some shoulder pads on more yeah. often than they do today, but. Uh, but yeah, he, he was a student of the game. I, I would imagine Leroy as a kid. I know he had some physical disabilities he overcame, but I promise you he was one of those guys. Uh, they didn't have Madden back then, I don't think, when he was uh, just a young pup, but uh, he played his own form of Madden, I promise you. He uh, he studied the game for a long, long time. And uh, so coming up to the National Football League was was a, a natural occurrence for someone like him who, who has put himself in that position to be one of the very best. Talking with former Packers head coach Mike Sherman here on the Schneider Orange Hotline on the Wendy's Big Show. Coach, you, you came in and worked with Leroy after he kind of established himself 
as a star in the National Football League. What was your first impression of working with Leroy after coming in and meeting him after he kind of already established himself as one of the better players in the NFL? Well, he was one of the better players in the NFL, and I was a young coach at that time. Um, it would have been an old coach today because everybody's so young, but I, was, I think it was 43, 44. And uh, let me just say this. Lori Butler helped me more than I helped him. I mean, he, uh, he was a leader on the team. Um, I always felt like he had my back in the locker room when anything would come up that would be of uh, a negative nature. And uh, I always appreciated that fact. Uh, that he was at the end of his career. I was at the beginning of mine. And, uh, you know, I only was with him for about a year and a half. Uh, then he injured his shoulder. And then he wanted to come back and did everything he could to, to make a return, which would have been his 11th or 12th season. And uh, I said, Leroy, man, you've had a great career. You made a lot of money. You have a beautiful family. Uh, you really don't need to do this. And uh, uh, yeah, I'd recommend you look at it real hard and, and look at other opportunities for yourself because, you know, you've given the game an awful lot. Now it's time to sit back and enjoy it. And he did a lot of soul searching because he really wanted to play and be a part of things. And I want him to be a part of it, but it just wasn't worth the trade off. He wouldn't be able to hit a golf club today or play ball with his kids. If he had continued playing, you know, cause we talked a little bit about that too, while we were at the, uh, at, at his uh, party that he had that, that Saturday night. And, and I thought, you know, for any player though, to, to transition like that. And then you can't play anymore because of the injury though, but, Really, though, how difficult was that for you? I mean, I'm, I'm sure now, you know, I got to go tell this guy we can't, we, can't, we can't do it. He can't do it anymore. How was that for you as a, as a young coach coming into the NFL? That was one of the most difficult. There were a couple of them, and that was probably the most difficult um, conversation I had with a player concerning it's time to think of other ways to, to make your living. And, uh, um, because none of them see it the way you see it. And uh, they've given everything to this this occupation and uh, they've played it since they were little kids uh, all the way up until they're grown men uh, in their 30s. And uh, they don't normally recognize that it's time. And so someone, it's like Forrest said one time, he said, no one's going to, I'm not going to quit. Someone's going to have to tell me it's all over. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's it's kind of the same way with Leroy. I mean, uh, I will say this though that when, when we sat and talked about it, you know, and I gave him some other options about helping out coaching and doing some different things. I think that did ease the pain, ease the sting a little bit for him, where he was able to transition on a uh, on an easier level because there were, were opportunities that, that were presented to him that he could possibly take a part in. Was there ever any, like, when you were an assistant or a head coach, where there was a, like, a aha moment that this guy is really good? We're talking about Leroy Butler. Any particular plays that he made in any game where you go, man, that, that, I don't see that every day? You, you know, I think, you know, it is, people would always ask again the same thing about Brett Favre, you know, and, and with Brett, you would see plays in practice that you'd see in the games. And, you know, a great play is a great play, regardless right. of where you are, if you're on the practice field, uh, inside Lambeau Field, on, if you're on Lombardi Avenue, a great play is a great play. And um, I saw a lot of great plays out of Leroy 
in practice. And uh, so when he made him in the games, it really didn't surprise me because I had already seen him do things like that or close to that. And, uh, you know, and that that's who he was. I mean, he was a practice player, a game player, and uh, he showed the younger guys uh, how to play the game. You know, real quick, you talk a little bit about your offenses that you had, though, in Green Bay, though. We're very prolific offense. Your your run game was absolutely incredible. You had Amon Green. You had a lot of great memories there in Green Bay. I did. You know, and I think one year we we set the Packer record for passing, uh, and then the next year we set it for rushing or vice versa, I forget. So uh, we were very balanced as what we were able to do, and – and it makes us to be a harder team to defend. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was fun. I'm coaching offense with Bert Favre, quarterback, and I'm agreeing at running back and the other assortment. Uh, and that offensive line that we had early on, up until 2005, uh, was really a special group of guys that had fun playing collectively. There wasn't one great player, but there were collectively they were, they were a good group. Uh, they ran the football well and they protected their quarterback extremely well. Coach, I appreciate you coming on today. Nice meeting you uh, this weekend and your grandson. I think he got all the ice cream that he could handle. <laughs> yeah, so did his grandfather. So, uh, <laughs> he wasn't the, so he wasn't the only one, unfortunately. But, yeah, it was great great seeing you this week, past weekend. It was a great event. Uh, I thought Lloyd did an excellent job representing himself in front of a lot of people. You know, he, he can kind of go on and on, but uh, he, didn't, he didn't do that. He kind of – said what he had to say and but uh, I was real proud to see him up there and and happy for him and his family to to be acknowledged as such so enjoyed the opportunity to meet you and yeah. uh, we'll do it again sometime absolutely coach real quick one, one last one for you here what was your favorite moment from over the weekend uh yeah, my favorite moment was just being with my being with my grandson uh, you know he's uh, Zach Taylor's son from Cincinnati and uh uh, just being with him and talking to him about the game and about you know how how you do stuff and how you represent yourself and be able to listen to these guys with him and say okay did you hear what, did you hear what he said and uh, what that means and so I guess being with him and, and and watching him absorb some of the I'm sure there was a time there he was rolling his eyes back and his head <laughs> kind of tired with it but that's worse up for some other people but. Uh, uh, but I, it, it was the lessons he was hopefully picking up every once in a while, listening to different great players and great men talk. Coach, appreciate the time today. All right, me, appreciate it as well. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Coach Mike Sherman there joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. Wendy's Big Show, Toby Altizer, Gary Ellerson, Tim Shea here in the Lakeland University studios. 
talking about Leroy Butler as he was enshrined in Canton, Ohio, as a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2022. Go check out his bust out there and forever going to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Such a cool experience, such a cool thing that Gary and Bart were able to be down there for. And good to have you guys back. Good to talk with you guys again real quick. I want to tell you about Wendy's and their hot and crispy fries. Wendy's knows everyone hates cold and soggy fries. That's why Wendy's serves them up hot and crispy all day, every day. Natural cut, skin on potatoes, fried to golden perfection, and perfectly sprinkled with sea salt. Just the way they should be. Plus, Wendy's fries aren't like other fries. They're not hot one second, then cold the next. They're served up hot and crispy every single time, standing up to any dip you throw at them. So grab your favorite sauce or Frosty if you're into that sort of thing and taste the difference that hot and crispy can make. Head to Wendy's today and get your order of hot and crispy fries at participating Wendy's. You know, one thing I was listening to Bart as we were driving in here this morning here on the flagship Gary, and I, I think it'd be really cool. He, he mentioned Dick Vermeil going into the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. and how cool it is to have some of those guys that he coached, Kurt Warner and those guys there for him. How cool would it be if Mike Holmgren's able to finally get into the Hall of Fame and have all his guys come back and welcome him in? Yeah, because he's got a tree. So Dick Vermeil, I felt like had all the coaches that ever coached with him, it's just coaches, assistant coaches, they were all there. I mean, it was – it was a huge contingent of people that came, coaches, former coaches that was with him at this event. Unbelievable. And I think it'd be cool, too, now that Leroy and these guys are in there, they could welcome in their head coach. And I know Leroy would be over the moon to be able to welcome in Holmgren. Well, he would be, and I think that'd be another great accomplishment for uh, you look at what he was able to do. If, if Vermeil, if he's in, most certainly you would think that Mike Holmgren would be in next. Their careers are almost kind of the same. Although Mike, you know, took a team, won a Super Bowl, and then Mike also lost a Super Bowl. I think Vermeil did the same thing, didn't he, with Philadelphia? I think. Yeah, I think so. They yeah. lost it, and then he won one with the St. Louis Rams. Well, and that would be helpful because the Packers are trying to catch the Bears, a number of Hall of Fame. I believe when we looked at it, it was the Bears have 30, the Packers have 26. I believe that's the new updated number with Leroy in there. So you got to think now, Gary, there's at least three guys hopefully going to get in for the Packers. Sterling Sharp, hopefully you get Holmgren, and then for sure once Aaron Rodgers is done, first ballot for him. So hopefully we can get another guy in there and catch up with the Bears. Yeah, but you know, what? Look, looks like we can, right? We feels like we got three more for sure. Feels at, like. at least three. It at least three. Like, yeah, it's just it now like. finding those other guys, and I don't know. Hopefully, Bakhtiari could maybe get back out right. on the field, and maybe work his way into right. it, and those sort of things. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it'd be great to be able to catch up to the Chicago Bears. So that way, I guess that's the only thing they can hold over the Packers mm-hmm. at this point, right? That's that, about it. That's about it. That's about it. So you take that away, and you can truly show that you do own Chicago Mm -hmm. and that Bears organization. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to take a break from some of the football talk and all the fun that happened over the weekend. We'll talk about the Milwaukee Brewers. Mark Adonacio made some interesting comments before the game on Friday. We'll hear those comments and get your reaction to those as he they continued to talk about this Josh Hader trade. Gary, oh I thought it would die. No, it ain't. I was hoping it's it would not, die, and it's just not going to. So going we'll talk anywhere. about that next. Coming up in Hour 3 of the Wendy's Big Show, here from Mark Adonacio. Get your reaction at 855-830-8648. More comes up next here on the Wendy's Big Show.
Wisconsin wide, the Big Show Radio Network. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.